The first paramedic inside Al Noor Mosque following the Christchurch terror attack says if policy was followed, medical staff would not have gone in at all. The inquest has heard eight to ten victims were showing signs of life when paramedics entered the mosque after the massacre. A third police officer says the call for ambulances went out quarter of an hour before paramedics entered. Timothy Brown was in court and a warning some listeners may find the contents of this story distressing. Dean Brown was working as a critical care paramedic on March the 15th, 2019, when he heard a call over St John Radio, an incident in Rickerton area with possible shots fired. At 2.03pm, Mr Brown asked Ambulance Communications to see if he should attend and then drove his rapid response vehicle to Elnor Mosque. He was one of two paramedics to enter the mosque under armed guard at quarter past two. He says he counted more than 40 people inside the mosque. The majority appeared to be dead. Eight to ten of the victims appeared to still be alive with one more alive but expectant. Mr Brown says St John's staff responding to the terror attack had no personal protective equipment. St John does not deal with armed offenders and explosive devices. We are not trained or equipped to. Our focus is on patients. Before entering the mosque, I understood there was substantial risk. He told the council assisting the coroner, David Bolt, if he had strictly followed St John policy on the day, he would not have even gone in. I chose to enter despite it being against St John policy. Tell us about that. What, so, to what extent was it against St John policy to go inside? Frontline EMS staff do not enter zones where there's potential risk, whether that be a biochemical or, or whatever it may be because I believe there were human beings inside and needed help. That was what drove me inside. Since the attack, vests to protect against knives and small firearms have been introduced for St John's staff. However, Mr Brown says the policy around risk has not changed. The inquest has also heard from three armed offenders squad members who say they requested ambulances immediately, up to 16 minutes before paramedics entered. Mr Brown says he wasn't aware of that. If we'd been there earlier and police had asked us to go in earlier and said there are armed police inside, then I would have gone in earlier, but I was not there until such time and I was not aware of any of those circumstances. One of those officers told the inquest it was clear the gunman was gone and the situation was grave soon after entering the mosque. Due to the critical nature of the incident and how urgently the victims needed medical care, I ran outside and advised nearby police staff that we needed ambulance, ambulances to our location as soon as possible. The officer, who has name suppression, says he then shared the call over radio. At 2pm, I transmitted over Police Channel 1 radio, comms, AOS, let's get ambulances on scene now. We've got multiple, multiple people here. Ambulances on scene all roll in. He returned inside the mosque and provided medical treatment to those he could. Among them was Zechariah Tuyan, who became the 51st victim of the shootings when he died from his injuries 48 days later. Mr Tuyan was on the phone to St John. The officer shouted down the phone that he was a police officer. They had control of the scene and ambulance staff were urgently needed. Another police officer who took the stand this afternoon became emotional as he recalled the horror of the day. Uh, the rifle was lying approximately 5 to 10 metres into the driveway of 105 Deans Ave. I vividly recall uh, observing white writing all over it. 
Uh, I also noted a small child, anywhere between four to five years old, lying on the ground. I cannot recall, but believe there may have been some people with this small child, but due to the body position, lack of movement, I believe this child 